There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, this is Friday again on the podcast. We thank the Lord for the good week He's given us. We thank the Lord for... Uh, the recovery that God has given me and my family in the physical sense is sickness has uh, finally departed the home. The Lord has strengthened my voice. He's helped my throat. Thank all of you for praying this last couple of months. And I've gone most of the month of January with no throat problems. And how we rejoice in that. We thank the Lord for his goodness. Lord willing, this Sunday morning, we'll be at the Dublin Mills Community Church in Dublin Mills, Pennsylvania. It's about 52 minutes over the mountain from us. And we look forward to the service there that God's going to give us. And then, Lord will, in a couple of weeks after that, we'll begin a meeting up in Shingle House, Pennsylvania. And then a little bit after that, we'll be in Black Creek, New York, for the meeting. We'll talk about more of that in the weeks to come. But as of right now, I want to focus on this edition of the podcast. We are in Psalm 119 on this Friday, and we are in cough of Psalm 119. We're going to look at Resh also with the Lord's help. Uh, but we see the work of God that God is doing in the person of Jesus Christ. And we see that in Zadai, and we see that in Kof. And we've talked about last time on the podcast yesterday, which was Thursday, I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. And we talked about how the Lord did save Jesus Christ. And what I want to look at now is in Psalm 119 and verse 147. This is one of those unusual places again, and I'm going to talk about another phrase. And again, these are very simple to look up. I gave instructions yesterday. Uh, you can simply go to kingjamesbibleonline.org on the internet, or you can download the King James Bible Online app also, which you can find at that same website, and you can just do a search for this string or this string of words in the King James Bible, and the Lord, uh, the Lord has put these out there so that we understand the words. And it's no coincidence that not just these words, but that these phrases are used together. And the phrase I want to look at here is thy word. He said, I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried, I hoped in thy word. Now, again, darkness has come across the land. God has prevented the darkness of the morning, who Jesus Christ has. It's darkness. He's in judgment. He's under the wrath of God. And people say, well, that was in the evening hour. But understand that the terminology there is correct of what he's speaking about. I believe as much as I'm sitting here, that that's the terminology he speaks of. Because he said, I hoped in thy word. So what did he do? He cried. Why did he cry? Because he was looking for deliverance. He cried, save me. Because he hoped in thy word. That's the key I want to look at in the early part of this podcast today. Just in Psalm 119 alone, and that's the psalm that carries this expression, and it's used primarily in the Word of God in Psalm 119. There's a couple of other places, not very many, where he uses the expression, thy word. In verse 17, deal bountifully with thy servant that I may live and keep thy word. Verse 11, I should have read that first, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. 
So again, thy word, thy word, the word of God. It shows in this passage, again, the importance of the word of God. There is nothing else in this life that we need outside of the word of God. And if we would just believe God, take God at his word, we think that we need physical healing. We think that we need relationship advice and counseling, and we need all of these things. And, and yet every one of them can be found, including healing in the word of God. People get all about of sorts because you talk about healing of this body. And you realize that healing is in Jesus Christ. He is the great physician. And they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick, they're the ones that need a physician. And who is the great physician? Not against doctors, not against going to the doctor. But when it comes down to it, if there's something the doctors of this earth can't fix, there's only one who can fix it. It's Jesus Christ. And so it's in the word of God we find these things. In the word of God, we gain understanding. Verse 38 of Psalm 119, establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. To establish thy word, build upon that that is laid, continue to grow the word of God in us and in me, because it is our daily bread. It is what we need. It is our water of life. It is that manna from heaven. It is that oil of which we're anointed. Every one of those things, it's the milk of the word of God. It's the meat of the word of God. That is everything we need is found in the word of God. Verse 41, again, let thy mercies come unto me also, O Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. So salvation there, being deliverance, being delivered, is salvation. What is salvation of the soul? It's when God delivers your soul from a life of sin, delivers your life from the penalty of sin, and then delivers your soul from sin. You're no longer a sinner. You're passed from death unto life. Your soul's no longer dead. It's alive in Christ. And he says, deliver thy soul. Well, how does he do that? How does he deliver it? By thy word. He said it's according to thy word. That's how God delivers your soul. That's how God brings his great salvation to every sinner is by the word of God. Psalm 119 and verse 58, I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. Verse 65, thou hast dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. Why has he dealt well? Because of his mercy. Because of the word of God, we can trust God to do exactly what he said he would do. If we'll do what God, what God told us to do, God absolutely will fulfill his part. The greatest hindrance to the work of God is man. The work of man is the greatest hindrance. They limited the Holy One of Israel. Why is that? Because they do not believe. And I believe oftentimes we go to prayer. We have prayer requests, prayer meetings. And because there's no belief, there's no answer. And then people blame God. Or they figure, try to figure out why God didn't answer. It's because it's unbelief. We limit God with our unbelief. God can't do things beyond us when we don't have faith to believe. He said, let I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort according to thy word unto thy servant. Verse 81, my soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. That's a great verse of comfort, a great verse of strength. I believe that there's many sinners that need to cling to that verse because their hope is in the word of God. Verse 140, thy word is very pure. We talked about that yesterday. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. Verse 160, he says, thy word is from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. And so his word is true. Thy word is true from the beginning. Why? Because it's been from the beginning. John told us that. Two different places John told us that, which is that which was from the beginning, and in the beginning was the word. 
And so that is thy word. That is the word of God. Then he closes this psalm out of verse 176. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. Glory to God. The commandments of God in the word of God. And then for Psalm 172 is the last mention of thy word. My tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. So he closes out with commandments, but then reminds us that the word of God contains the commandments of God. And the commandments of God are a wonderful thing for the saints of God. So he said, my tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. So when we tell others about the commandments of God, we tell them because of the righteousness of God. We tell them because of his righteousness. How important is the word of God? It is everything. I hope it's everything to you. In verse 148, mine eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. Psalm 63 and verse 6 told us this. And the psalmist said, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Those nights of sleeplessness, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. And so he said in verse 148 of Psalm 119, mine eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. What is he saying there? I'm staying awake so that I can think about the word of God. I'm not going to bed. I'm not laying on my couch at this point. I'm not on my bed. Or if I am, I'm thinking about the word of God. I'm meditating upon thy word. Hear my voice according unto thy loving kindness, O Lord. Quicken me according to thy judgment. I had an old note here. And sadly, it a lot of my old notes in my Bible that I've written down, little marginal pieces and stuff like that, I don't dare use today because God has taught me a lot in these last 15 years since I got this Bible. But he said this, I had a little note that said, revive me. Well, that's not what he's speaking about. He said, oh, Lord, quicken me according to thy judgment. What is that quickness? To make alive again. To take that which was dead and quicken it, to give it life. And if I need quickening, I'm in trouble. But oh, my friend, there was a day in my life I needed quickening. There's a day in my life I needed the quickening of the Lord. I didn't need revived. I never had life to begin with. But Jesus Christ gave me that life. Jesus Christ made me a new creature. Now, today I might need reviving, but today I don't need quickening. Why? I've been quickened in Jesus Christ. Bless his holy name. They draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. So again, thy word, thy law, thy statutes, thy testimonies. And as he speaks to the Lord, it's interesting because we've learned that's a singular word, that thy is singular. It's direct. He's speaking to the Godhead. He's speaking directly to the Lord. And because again, in verse 151, thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. The word of God, Jesus Christ. Concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever. So the Lord has never changed his testimonies. He's never walked away from his testimonies. He's always kept his testimonies. Why? Because his testimonies are his word. We'll move into Resh then, as 153. Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. Plead my cause. And deliver me, quicken me, again, quicken me according to thy word. And so he continues to ask for that quickening, quicken according to judgment, quicken according to the word of God. Make me alive according to thy word. That which is dead needs, needs brought to life. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. 
So again, why are people lost in churches? Why do people with a cognizance that they're lost, with a, a, a moderate to mild understanding that they're lost, why do they remain in their lost condition? He tells us they seek not thy statutes. They don't study the laws of God. They don't study the, the writings of God and the laws and the precepts and the statutes and understand the, the mind of God, understand the working of God, understand why God's given us these things. They don't want to seek those things out. Rebellion, stubbornness, those things that rise up in the hearts of men have kept them from the laws of God, from the statutes of God. They will not seek them. Great are thy tender mercies, O Lord. Quicken me according to thy judgments. Many are my persecutors and mine enemies, yet do I not decline from thy testimonies. One of the things I've told people, even recently, in this little stirring we've seen, many of you have listened to testimonies on this podcast. Some of you that listen have your own testimony on this podcast. And I marvel at the folks that have gotten saved that now listen to the podcast that wouldn't listen before. Several people have said, I just couldn't bring myself to listen to it, or I did not listen to it, or I would not listen to it. And it's amazing how folks will go to a church service, but their mind's not there, their heart's not there. They'll attend special services, but their heart's not there. But I'm going to say this, without fail, across the board, the people we've been seeing get saved these last couple of years have been attending other services. They've been going to other meetings. They've been going to different churches, and I don't mean off-the-wall silly churches, but they're going to attend special services in other churches, putting themselves under preaching, putting themselves under the ministry of the Word of God, putting themselves under the judgments of God. That's why they don't decline from his testimonies. When God speaks against them, they say, woe is me. When God speaks out against their ungodly ways, they say, woe is me. I believe it's important in this day, as it's always been, to sit under the preaching, to put yourselves under the preaching, I personally, where we live, I have the ability, if I choose when I'm home, I can listen to Brother Perry Rockwood at 8 o'clock, and thank you, Brother Thompson, for continuing to head the ministry there. I can listen to Brother Oliver B. Green at 9 o'clock. I can listen to Lester Roloff at 10 o'clock. I can hear great preaching of old, and I thank God for that. And oftentimes in the kitchen cooking breakfast and later on throughout the day, we'll listen to these men. If I'm in the vehicle around town, I'll have the radio on and listen to the preaching. I listened to Oliver B. Green yesterday sitting in the car. And what a joy that is. And yet a lot of folks won't take advantage of that. He's on the Internet. You can go listen to him online. There's radio stations that have him online. They won't avail themselves of the preaching. They fill themselves with all the garbage. And they fill themselves with all the foolishness and the notions and the ideals. And they won't fill themselves with his testimonies, with his precepts, with his laws, with his commandments. They will not subject themselves. He said, I'm not going to decline from thy testimonies, O Lord. I'm going to stay as close as I can. I'm not going to turn away from them. I am rather going to climb to where they are and sit under thy testimonies. And if you judge me, dear God, you judge me. And Lord, if you judge me harshly, you judge me harshly. If I come under your chastening hand, that's a mercy that God would do. That's a mercy that God would, would stir anybody using this podcast. It's a mercy that God would allow me to even say something that would, might stir somebody's heart in this podcast. That's the mercy of God. That's the kindness of God. That's the love of God shining through. In verse 158, I beheld the transgressors and was grieved because they kept not thy word. And consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. And can I say to you, those who are lost that listen to this podcast, there are some out there that contact us. Lost without Christ, searching, seeking. That's a verse you need to cling to. Write that down. Memorize it. Think on it. Ponder it. 
Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. If God's going to give you life in Jesus Christ, it's going to be according to his loving kindness. That he loved you enough to send his only begotten son to this world to die for your sins, to take your sin debt, to take your penalty of sin, and then to give you the commandments of God and give you the laws of God. And that's the goodness of God that bringeth us to repentance. And God's bringing you to repentance through those laws and through those testimonies and through those judgments. That's the loving kindness of God. That's how he's going to quicken a sinner. It is the loving kindness of Almighty God. Thy word is true from the beginning. And every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. We're not going to escape God's righteous judgments. Every one of them endureth forever. We don't have to agree with it. We don't have to like it, but we're not going to escape it. We may not uh, agree with God on it. We think God is unjust or unfair or unkind, but we're not going to escape it. We're not going to get away from it. And yet we're going to stand in account for it. And so we better take heed to it, better put ourselves under it. We better listen to it. We better know what God says about a matter, what God says about an issue of life, what God says about his judgment, his testimonies, his commandments, and his precepts. I was hoping to finish the podcast in Psalm 119 today, but it looks like Monday might be the day, unless... We go a couple of days more in the podcast on Psalm 119, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I pray it's been a help. I pray it's been a blessing. Just one or two more days in Psalm 119. Hard to imagine we've gone this far, but the Lord, I believe, has helped us unearth some things. I believe the Lord has helped us dig some things up that are necessary for our well-being, necessary for the furtherment of the gospel, necessary for the feeding of our souls. And for those of you that are lost without Christ, I pray that you go back, even start at the beginning of Psalm 119. And I realize by this point, we're looking at about five hours of podcast. I'm not, I'm not oblivious to that fact. I realize Psalm 119 in itself, five hours of preaching just on Psalm 119. But I believe God can instruct you in the night season. God can teach you if you're willing to go back, if you've not listened, and listen to Psalm 119 and listen to the instruction. There's so much in here concerning the Word of God. But as we found today, we also find His loving kindness. We find His mercy. We find His truth. All of it's contained in the Word of God. And the psalmist here not only speaks of His commandments, His precepts, His judgments, His testimonies, each one of those Every one of those he speaks of, he also then speaks of God's kindness, God's love, God's mercy. The things that God shows forth, it is the goodness of God. It proves to us that the Lord is good and doeth good to every man. Have a great weekend. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up 
for your redemption calleth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. 